0: Welcome, everyone. This is Carlos from SeedCamp, joined here with my colleague, Reshma. And uh, this is our first official SeedCamp podcast. And the idea here for the next uh, series is to go through some of the things that we do within uh, SeedCamp and also give you some insight as to kind of how we look at uh, investments, uh, what what we find attractive, and what other things are going on. So we figured a good way to start would be walking through some of the things that we find are attributes that we really like uh, in companies. And so today's podcast is a, a very straightforward one on people. Um, and so we're both going to just share with you some thoughts around people, founders that we've liked, and things that we have found are very interesting And as we go through the different uh, podcasts, we'll cover things like the technology, the sectors, and other elements of what makes companies attractive to us. So for today, we're just gonna focus mainly on what we have found to be amazing founders. Um, We're gonna do this a little bit improvised. So in some cases, uh, I'll ask Reshma questions. Maybe she'll ask me questions. And in other cases, what we'll do is just kind of give our opinions. So to kick things off, um, Reshma, I know that in the past, one of the things that you've mentioned a lot, um, whenever we have a chat about a founder, is the building of the relationships. Like, walk, walk our audience through kind of what is the attributes that you think determines whether somebody's a good relationship builder.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think I probably won't. I probably won't cover them all the way I, I wouldn't necessarily want to, given we're just kind of having off-the-cuff chat here. But uh, I mean, a, a, kind of a couple of things that, that you know, are, are, are crucial is um, f- for a person to just have the ability to be light. So I, I think it's not a, you have to say things that, you know, say things, different things to different people for them to like you. But I think, you know, inherently the, the successful entrepreneurs you meet are people that... Their employees want to hang out with or spend time with. Their investors want to trust them with money and want to spend time with, and they like them. Their partners like them. Their um, their you know channel partners like them. Their customers like them. So I think founders you know inherently do need to be the kind of people that are that are likable and that are liked.
0: So. so- the reason why I think um, it's important to start with building relationships as part of our descriptor of what makes uh, an interesting founder for for an investment uh, and for a team to to really back is because we've noticed that there's a huge correlation between um, their ability to build relationships and then subsequently fundraise. But I think one of the questions that I would ask if I were on the receiving end of this podcast is, what about being a jerk? Like, what? of those founders that we all hear about that either break the rules and do all these things and are absolute jerks and no one likes them, but is that, is that correlate? Is that, is that like the antithesis to the statement? Um, or is that actually just gonna haunt them later or does that create other problems? What, what's, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I think you have to break down the someone is a jerk comment a little bit because um, you have to understand uh, who's saying it and what context it it is in, because I think a lot of times if you break that down, um, even the most liked people, likable people either will consciously be a jerk about some things or they will be a jerk about some things because that's what they believe about, about X. Um, so their competitors may think they're a jerk, but their investors probably don't, their employees probably may not, their partners may not, their um, their customers may not. So I think you have to understand the context in which someone's thought of as a jerk. If then you do univers- if universally <laughs> all Um, All stakeholders in liking someone thinks they're a jerk. Um, Then, I mean, you know, I I guess you can think about, you know, one day, one day that will catch up with them. But perhaps there is something around, um, something about getting things done or the product that they've built or technology that they've built that gives them such a huge uh, differentiation kind of leap. You know, yeah, they can get away with it. But I, I think to a large extent, I think you have to, you have to see the lens through which someone has assessed the jerk first.
0: Fair enough. I think one of the things that I'd like to add to that is people with a positive outlook. So the one thing we were talking about is an attribute, is this ability to build relationships, but there's something that's inherent, which I have noticed makes a big difference, which is uh, people with a positive outlook on life, inherent optimists definitely have a resourcefulness mentality. And there's a good case study, and I think I've mentioned it in the past, of how there was, um, uh, I forget who the scientist was doing an experiment about um, uh, having a bunch of people looking through a magazine or a book, uh, I think it was a magazine, and asking them to identify the number of pictures uh, that they needed to find. And the optimists would hit this one page that said, there are 32 images in this magazine, Um, just tell your, your attendant that this is how many you need to go and collect 200 and go. And the pessimists would count all the pictures in the magazine all the way to the very end because they would ignore that. And the conclusion that the, the scientists had was that optimists see opportunities uh, and capitalize on them, whereas pessimists sometimes are too busy like doubting things to actually make uh, the, the right decisions. And you know maybe you this is a good example or it isn't, but definitely I have seen that the founders that we have had that are uh, optimistic and are ac- actively looking for ways of solving problems and don't just sit there and sulk about it have definitely made far faster progress than those who who kind of are a little bit more lethargic in in their thinking and 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 their their emotions. What, any anything you want to add to that, Rashma?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know if you meet again, you meet a lot of successful founders. Um, you know, they they mention a lot. They mention two things especially if they if they're relatively sort of hum, humble people um one is one is luck and one is you know being resourceful being tenacious tenacity comes up a lot, a lot over and over again so i think if you look at those two words being lucky um oh i was at the right place at the right time oh i was lucky to find the right people oh i was lucky that the market existed oh i was lucky i found the opportunity opportunity um you know paired that with with tenacity is you need an optimistic attitude to see luck. You need an optimistic attitude to, to you know, be beaten down, get up again, go try again. And, you, you know, you need optimism for, for those words. And those are the two words you hear often over, you know, over and over again um, with the most successful companies and founders and people who solve problems for their users and customers is, 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 you know, luck and tenacity. So I don't see how you can be a pessimist if, in order to feel lucky or mm. to, to be tenacious.
0: So on, on that note, there is another element that we have noticed that comes from that, which is being able to take feedback. And so I guess it, it, would, it would go nicely that if you are a positive individual, you're more likely to be willing to take feedback because you're, you're probably less threatened by it. But definitely with the amount of mentors that are willing to share time with you, if you lock yourself off from that, it would seem to be like your ability to grow quickly and to acquire advisors and, and interesting uh, board members would be very limited. Um, what do you think about that?
1: I completely agree. Again, again, feedback you know, to, to an optimist is... Um, great someone is engaged with me they're giving they're they're helping me grow to an optimist the feedback is something someone's trying to help to a pessimist feedback is I'm getting beaten down I need to be defensive I need to I need to show that I'm smart enough I'm good enough so I mean again you know people giving you feedback if you if you see an optimist in front of you say you know in receipt mode of it Versus a, a pessimist kind of pushing back on it who are, you know who are you going to want to spend time with and the optimists you know, therefore get all the best mentors and the best mentors spend all that kind of inordinate amount of time with them too
0: mm-hmm. um, I guess if you move away from some of those those more innate type um, attributes Uh, there's other ones which kind of can be learned and they can only be learned though if somebody's really keen and willing to do that and if, if you recall of a couple of our recent investments especially some of our seed investments some of the founders that we've backed have been because we've seen how quickly they pick things up or how quickly they invest in themselves to learn the skills to show up to our program that we call seed camp academy which is an mba for entrepreneurs and get the most out of it and constantly wanting to be on top of the latest and greatest and iterate quickly on these learnings, and you know there, there's a team that we backed in, in, in Ireland where uh, it's a team of three sisters, and the speed at which they executed over the course of a week, just from like some of the feedback they picked, um, was quite inspiring. Now, I don't know do you, what anecdotes do you have, Rashma, of, of the ones that, that you can recall perhaps, of like founders that you really impressed you um, maybe maybe earlier? maybe some of the companies from back in the day um, I'm drawing a blank but basically the ones that really came around quite quickly reached out to you reached out to mentors, got advisors and learned really the skills necessary to make um, the right progress
1: um, Yeah, I mean I think from the you know, or, or earliest days and I, I think it, it probably doesn't have anything to do with sort of um, where they come from, you know, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, age, or, or anything like that. I mean, I see, see it all across the board, but you know, guys at, the guys at Zamanta or Emmy at Brandiant and, you know, some, some, um, some of those, some of those guys, it's just kind of that, that hunger and, 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 you know, again, having a very optimistic attitude and you could just see every, from everything, every little action they take, um, Everything is, is thought out, everything, you know, everything is positive, everything's about learning, everything's about growing as, as individuals, and it, it shows up in all the littlest things, is how they reply to emails, uh, you know, how they run their board meetings, how they talk to their customers, how they recruit, how they ask uh, their advisors or investors to help with recruiting, all, all of those, you know, the, the basic and little activities to, to the bigger activities. It's, uh, you know, it's been... It's been amazing to watch those kinds of entrepreneurs learn and and grow.
0: Another thing that we've noticed is really correlated with with teams that we really like and appreciate to work with are those founders that that have integrity. Now, it it seems like such an obvious thing to say, like yes, uh, but I guess it comes down to like, what what does integrity mean? And there's gonna be many circumstances where a founder can screw over an employee. um, If there's a dispute between founders, how the one that is leaving is treated, um, whether it be, for example, how a founder treats um, investors, if there's a bad uh, situation where maybe there's a, a down round or something. But generally speaking, um, we've definitely found that founders who, who who think through the impact of their actions and sometimes make the difficult decisions uh, that are beneficial sort of for the whole or the organization or for all stakeholders, not just their their own skin, uh, is something that we really sort of find admirable and also find that correlates highly with with it working well. Did you want to add anything?
1: Yeah, I I, I still think um, integrity is very relative. So um, different cultures, different stakeholders have very different, um, well, not very different, but on the line of of if someone has integrity or not, you can have two very different, opinions on that, and, and I think it is relative with how you're brought up and what, you know, how, what environment you work in and, and so forth. I mean, within, I can, you know, I won't name the name, but I, I, was, uh, I was laughing with another, I'm American, obviously, and I was laughing with, uh, as we can all tell from my accent, I was laughing with another American investor, you know, we, we were talking, and uh, and uh, he was telling me about a situation where it was his partner and they were discussing a founder's integrity and literally two partners within the same VC firm had a completely opposing opinion on, on something an, a founder did and, and her, uh, his you know, counterpart was not American and didn't necessarily come from you know, the background this guy did which was investment banking and, and, and so forth and he said I will never work with that founder again and, and my, my friend said, absolutely, I, would, I love the tenacity of this founder. I love the hunger of this founder. This is exactly the kind of founder I want to work with. So I think integrity on the, on the borders can, you know, can be, uh, can be relative to, to what context it is. I think, though, as a founder, you know, if integrity is important to you and you want to uh, be on the right side of it every time is you have to f- find out what, line of the integrity of your counterpart is. And if you're, you know, if your attitude is about win-win d- decision-making or win-win results, then you have to find out what is a win for the other party. Because if, you know, the win is when two, both parties walk away and say, you know, I feel good about this. But um, that counterpart may not have... The same idea of a win as a as a you know third counterpart or a fifth counterpart so it's about finding out what the line of integrity is of the other person so you know you're not you're not crossing it if that if that is important to you so it's it's relative sometimes on the edges
0: yeah no, it can definitely be relative and unfortunately because our community is so small uh, is that sometimes uh, a negative uh, feedback can sometimes percolate through the community and have an impact for other future relationships. So there is, I think, you know, the, the Rashman brought some great points about um, how that could play out. Um, but uh, I think to end on a, on a very high up note, um, and I think that the underlying fundamental thing we always look for is ambition uh, combined with ability to inspire others. Um, and to sort of elaborate on that, it's a combination of uh, wanting to build a company that isn't just a, um, a comfortable local play, something that can scale globally, can scale to, to meaningful amounts, to, to raise enough capital, to have a, a distribution to others, but also to, to make an impact um, to everybody who's involved in the organization, and hence why this kind of founder has an ability to also bring key A players into his team. And those key A players are the ones that are gonna enable the the growth of that company to that scale that we're interested in.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so we hope that that gave you a good feeling for what it is that we look for here at Seedcamp in terms of founder attributes. Of course, we could go on forever about stories and stuff like that, but stay tuned to this channel. And in future podcasts, we'll break down other elements that we find interesting in companies. And so with that, uh, greetings from London and see you soon.
1: Thanks, everyone. This was really fun.
0: Bye.